Holy shit, I think we're recording. Oh my god, are we? It looks like it. Well, I don't, I, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, All right thanks for that coming. That's good. Thanks, listener. Oh, maybe we should update on chickens and such. This that is, is true. married with chickens. We're still married. We are A still married. A year on into this pandemic, we are still married. Shockingly. Not that anything's changed because we work together, we live together. Yeah, we never really left before. No. I mean, Why would we start now? Occasionally, I'd go out into the, the greater world, so to speak. But people came here. That's the difference. Right. Now we don't leave and no one comes here. So, yeah, it's really changed things up. So, dear listener, we are back. We have been gone for some time now. Oh, geez. The better uh, part of this year, I think. I'm married with chickens hiatus. I think the last time we, well, the last time we met... We had just lost a bird. We gained three new birds. We were hopeful that Cher was going to do well. And, and you know what? She has. Oh, she's so happy. She's so happy. She looks great. Her waddle is bright red again. Her comb is bright red. Her feet are pink. And she's laying eggs again, folks. Daily. Cher Bear is laying eggs. She's back, baby. Back in action. Yep. She is not integrated with the other three. Which, you know, now that I think about it, probably the last time we were here was March. It's now March. No, it couldn't have been that long. I mean, that's when we first got the birds. No, it was a week before Thanksgiving. Two weeks. Because oh. we were just going into quarantine for Thanksgiving. Oh, right. Okay. So. Yeah. So it's been. I don't know. It all kind of blurs together. And we talked after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been like the beginning, the very end of 2020. But anyway, we apologize. For our massive hiatus. Yeah, well, we got other other irons and various fires, other podcasts. We have fires. Yeah, other... shit's on fire, folks. This is true. Whew. Not really. Yeah, not really. We're we're doing all right. We're pretty boring. We we lead a very lead a very boring life. So Cher's doing well. The other ladies are doing well. We moved their Sanford and Sun coop into a new location, which looks way better. And modified it a little bit. Chad did some modifications. Yeah, it's looking good. So lately I've been going on these walks. I've been sort of venturing. I've been trying to walk four or five miles a day and going farther and farther away and checking out new areas. There are some cool fucking coops in this neighborhood. Well. I mean, cool. Like, I mean, we're, we're, talking we're at the. The Hilton cool. <laughs> you know, as far as chicken coops go. Yeah, but so we are in an area that's, it's not fancy by any means. We're, we're in like the, we're slumming down here at the bottom of the <laughs> hill. The but if you go up the hill, hill. Yeah. you go up the fancy hill, I mean. We're it, in the shadows. It's right there. Fancy yeah. hill. <laughs> we're in the shadows of, of, the, of the fancy, the fancy hill. hill. Yeah. Yeah. So they got, they got some amazing, like for four chickens, they have this beautiful coop. Like crazy like several layers you know stories if you will totally enclosed several layers <laughs> oh wow. ah. very nice chad i like that one that's that's your a material right there baby that's your a material oh no because i had no pun intended and you mm. said it i think it was intended good job that was you're you very said funny it. you said they had several layers i said stories you said layers oh all right all I'm right to what, whatever Trying to trying to give you a little credit. I know. Perhaps undue, but whatever. <laughs> I don't want any undue credit. Yeah, so the chickens are well. We have new neighbors. They have a very loud Mustang. We might hear it tonight on this podcast. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of torn because you know I am I am one who can respect a loud an, obs- an obscene amount of horsepower. I am too. But it's like, oh, really? That vehicle? Yeah, it's kind of a shitty. <laughs> no offense, neighbor. Yeah, total offense meant. Yeah, it's kind of a piece of shit. But I, I do. Say that. It's just like it's just an oh. age. It's you know it's it's old it's enough. It's not my to, favorite. It's Mustang. old enough to not to. It's not old enough to be cool, right? But it's not new enough to be, you know, shiny and new. I right. Mean, it's just kind of that that middle area that, hey, I'm a 15 year old car that's not cool yet, that will maybe get cool in another 10, 15. I just don't particularly like the body style. That's all. Right. It's well, not my thing. Some people dig those 5.0s, and I like. F- I I don't like Mustangs like since 1975. Totally. <laughs> Anything after that? I would like, say even earlier, but anyway. Yeah, I'm more of a GTO kind of a gal. Yeah, more of a Pontiac person. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Superbird myself. What is a Superbird? It's got this obnoxious fairing on the back. Of course, it does. It's just, it's just What's so. What's the point of a fairing? Why uh, do we even have them? To keep the rear end down. No. Yeah, so it's an airfoil that kind of keeps air so pressure on the back wheels because is you're it drive... air pressure or weight? Air pressure. Okay. As you go faster more pressure pushes down. Got it. So it doesn't like fly off the fucking road and I, yeah, crash I into a I tree. I don't think that ever really helped on something like that. That's like a street car, right? <laughs> there was like something... it makes sense on indie cars, but not necessarily. Did you see on YouTube? There's, this was a couple weeks ago where in, I think it was in LA. There was a street race and these, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people gathered around and there was a couple guys racing and the cops showed up, and the people who were there were like, yeah, fuck off. Oh, yeah, and they rushed the cop. And they rushed the cop, and the cop ended up running over several people. Right. And they had it on video. It was fucking horrifying. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I never heard what happened with that. I, I Yeah. I, but it started with with a street race. I don't think it, no one was killed. No one was killed, were, but people were injured. People were injured. Yeah. Cops are afraid. Well, we're not even going to talk about cops. Fuck that. Let's talk about something good. Wow. That was really bad. <laughs> that was a great segue. <laughs> on to something good. Mm, no. On, on to something that doesn't suck. Hey, don't get me wrong. I don't think all cops suck. I don't. I think the institution has a problem and it needs to be fixed. Well, I, I always go with, like, Paul and I have always said that I don't dislike cops. I just feel better when they're not around. Hmm. Which I would probably modify that to, I don't know, maybe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I no reason to modify that. I agree. Yeah, I feel. I always feel nervous because you get an ass asshole cop. I can't believe I brought up this fucking topic, and yeah, here we are. Way to go. Here we are. We are in it. We're in it. You get an asshole cop, and like, well, actually, speaking of, dear listener, our good friend Davida, whom you know. She's been a guest on the show many times and will come back. We'll talk about this again. Yeah. But she was held at gunpoint just like a week and a half ago. Yeah. At a gas station less than a mile from our house. So it's it's on the other side of the freeway. I could hit it with a rock. You could not. <laughs> I would, Out of a slingshot. I would put, yeah, there ah, you go. You didn't wait for my qualifier woman. I, I didn't, except it wasn't, it wasn't I'm, coming. I'm, yeah, I'm not good at pitching. There's no way you could hit it with a rock. Anyway, but with a slingshot. I don't know. I'd be impressed if you did. If we didn't have the same bank account, I might wager you on that. But it just doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter when it goes from 
of checking my the savings. I'm like, hmm, that didn't really do me any good. I feel good about it, but well, yeah. you can put it into your Venmo if that makes you feel better. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. You know what? I don't like shopping. I've never liked shopping in terms of like buying clothing. I love going to the farmers market. That's fun, but like shopping to me is hell. And I have been dreaming of shopping. Something's wrong. That, that is not good. I've never in my life well, wanted to go shopping. Yeah. What's wrong is that you buried the lead. You've already <laughs> moved on from the DeVita store. No, I'm going back to it. Okay. I'm going back to it. I didn't bury the lead. I'm just taking a, you know, oh, yeah, a, circuitous a detour. Route. <laughs> a circuitous route. Yeah. This one's very, yeah. I, we do need to get back to COVID because COVID's been, well, I want to, I want to talk about how we've changed, but let's get back to the armed robbery. So DeVita pulls up to this gas station at 9.08 about PM. Right. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, there he is. There's the neighbor. Here comes the Mustang. I wonder if our mics can pick that up. You do it. You make the best sounds. <laughs> No, no, I think you sound like a cookie monster. It's more of a Harley Davidson. No, <laughs> I want to give you a cookie. Would you like a cookie cookie? You know, monster? I have never seen a more egregious waste of cookies than the cookie monster. Why? For someone who has cookie in his name, he sure. He's. He doesn't really. Have you seen how he eats cookies? Yeah, they're everywhere. It's a it's disaster. Like a it's everywhere. It's like there are more cookies outside on the ground than there are in his That's a mouth. Good point. And for someone who like. For, some, really for a cookies. creature that has evolved to yeah. actually be a cookie monster, you, you would think, think he would, yeah, he'd be better at eating cookies. Yeah. This is a really good point. I know. Yeah. That's, I would be super offended if half my cookie was on the ground. Yeah. Because dude, like, I do not like make I bake regular those cookies. For you. Like it takes me hours to make my cookies. First, you got to take the cornflakes and you got to coat them in butter and sugar and salt. And then you got to toast them. And powder milk till they're perfect and then once that's done <laughs> then you got to take the marshmallows and yes there are chocolate chips and you got to blend it all in and then you got to freeze it and then you got to make the perfect shape and then you got to freeze those i mean it's a long process but i do make the perfect cookie yeah and if anyone wants that recipe it's in milk bar the milk bar cookbook the milk bar cookbook thank you christina tosi i have modified it slightly but you modified it for the old oven we have a new oven. No, I modified the recipe. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the time, we'll figure that out. We don't know what the new time is going to be. Yeah, we got a new oven. We didn't have an oven for three fucking months. It was like Thanksgiving hit, our oven worked, and then it broke it right broke, after It was that. like that was the last hurrah. And I was so bummed. Because we ordered our oven even before it broke, actually. It was really close to breaking. We used to have oh, to yeah, light cause, it. Yeah, because the uh, ignition broke for the stovetop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we ordered it then. We're flighty tonight. We haven't talked in so long. There's so much to talk about. It's I crazy. know. Let's get back to the armed robbery. So, Davida's at the gas station. <laughs> she just filled up her tank. And all of a sudden, she sees someone kind of out of the corner of her eye. And then there's someone standing at her window, which is down slightly. And this guy sticks a gun in. And he's basically like, well, actually, he didn't say anything. She just said, what do you want? Like, she saw the gun. And she's just like, okay what do you want? And he said, I want all your money. Give me your wallet and all your money. And she said, okay, my wallet is in my bag. And she points and she said, it's in my backpack there on the floor. So I'm going to reach down and I'm going to grab it. And he said, oh no, oh no. 
what do you think? I, I'm not stupid. What do you think? I'm stupid. And she's like confused because she's like, what? So she turns and looks at him with this look on her face like, what the hell? Right. How, how can I win with you? Like, I don't know what to do. That's where my wallet is. And then he sees her face and goes, oh, shit, you're a woman. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I, did, I didn't know you were a girl. I thought, I thought you were a guy. And oh, my God. I'm okay. Okay. You're free to go. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I would, this is wrong. This is not right. And Davida's just thinking to herself, you only rob men. That's weird. But okay. Well, and he said, I've had a cup ruffle, a rough couple months or something. Yeah. And he said, I'm so sorry. I've been having a rough time. It's, I've been had a rough time lately. And she's like, okay. And he's like, so I'm going to let you go. But, but wait, wait, I need you to give me your phone. And she's just like, oh, so he says, but, I, but here's what I'm going to do. He's like, see that post over there? And he po points at a post across the street. And he says, I'm going to stick it over there on that post right over here. So I want you to leave, wait five minutes, and then you can come back and get your phone. But don't come back till we're gone. And so she leaves. And like we said, she's like, a, it's a, like a mile from here. So she crosses over the bridge. She crosses over the freeway and she kind of parks and she can see him and she's waiting for them to leave. And then she thinks to herself, what the fuck are they doing? They're, they're waiting for someone else to rob, which is nuts. She's like, I'll run down to Jen and Chad's and call the police. So. <laughs> <laughs> this remember, is where this, the story goes off the rails. So poor Davida. So the, now it's like 9.15 at night. I'm in bed reading. I've got a total headache. The kids are asleep. You're doing <clears throat> playing video games. And she comes up to the window and she sees you playing video games and she starts banging on the window, apparently loudly. And you're in the middle of a battle, apparently. <laughs> I was freeing Wookiee prisoners on Kashyyyk. How, okay? was that, how was that going for you? I freed them. Nice. So. Nice. Well, you freed them, but not Davida. <laughs> so then she rang the doorbell and I'm like, who the fuck is ringing the doorbell at nine o'clock at night? And it only rang once. So I thought, oh, well, Chad must have gotten it. And then I hear you in the bathroom. So I text you, did you get the door? And you, you said, no, why? And I said, someone ringing the doorbell. And you went, oh. And I'm like, what the fuck? So at that point, I'm thinking, it had to have been Davida. She's the only one who ever comes over. So I texted her, did you ring the doorbell? No answer. Right, because her phone's on a post out in front of the Jehovah's Witness exactly, Church. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So she's like, fuck it. So she leaves, goes back, waits, they leave. And they still hadn't left yet. The guys were still fucking there. Anyway, so she went and got her phone and went home. And I felt so bad. I'm like, really? <laughs> the one the night, one night that, that I go to bed early and don't answer the door. I'm thinking, oh, Chad's got it. So yeah, so this is crazy. Chad don't got it. Chad don't got it. But he got Chad, the Wookiees. I got the Wookiees. That happened. They, they were, yeah, they were saved. Those Wookiees didn't have a me. chance. No, definitely not. I'm too good with lightsaber. Wait, no, you didn't kill Wookiees. You were saving Wookiees. I was saving them. I wasn't yeah, yeah, killing yeah. them. Who were you killing? I was killing the evil empire. Oh. Yeah. The evil em empire didn't have a chance. No, definitely not. Okay. So yeah, that happened. Davida was held up at gunpoint, but he was a polite robber who as long as you're female i guess apparently doesn't rob women but the whole segue was asshole Back cops. To the cop i was just gonna say okay that. 
wow, you don't trust me anymore. I'm just trying to keep We've been it. married for how many years and you don't trust me? I don't even know how many years. It's been so fucking long. Wow. 22? <laughs> I don't know. Has it been 30? What, I don't what know. What are we at now? I think 46. I don't, I don't know. Are you still here? Good Lord. Wow. <laughs> that, we don't mean it. So anyway, she goes home and I finally call her and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you okay? And she's like, yeah, it was like a really like a laid back transaction that didn't go anywhere for this guy because he doesn't rob women so i'm like you got to call the cops and she says no no i'm not doing that she's like i don't want to be involved i don't want to have to i don't want them to come here well because it's covid and everyone's wearing a fucking mask so she didn't really get any well the guy had on a mask and a hoodie and sunglasses like there was nothing but he was she did see his car which was just a white sedan. A white sedan. That was it. It doesn't get much more generic than that. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going to call the gas station because they need to know that a guy with a gun is holding up their customers. Like that has to happen. And she's like, okay, you're right. And I said, you know, do you want me to give him your number? And she said, no, I don't want to be involved. So I'm like, all right, I get it. She's tired. It's late. She's And it's kind of a traumatic thing to have gone through, regardless of the fact that he didn't actually rob her. Right. And she's had like moving trauma and. Well, she has moved. Well, I just mean with like, like everything being traumatic, like with the painters who are absolutely horrible painters. We'll let her talk about that. Yeah, that that was. I guess that's traumatic. I I think being held at gunpoint is way more traumatic than bad painters. You know, I heard more about those fucking painters than I did about the (laughs) being held up at gunpoint. So that's a good point. So I don't know. You tell me. Hmm. Well, I think it's more fun to talk about bad painters. You know, it's like an, an annoyance in your life. But being held up at gunpoint is actually a traumatic experience. So I'm not disagreeing, but I just think that. Right. Right. Who knows? Well, she hadn't right. even moved at that point. So I call the lady and she says to me on the phone, what? I didn't hear anything. And I said, I know. That's why I'm calling you. (laughs) You are now hearing it. I'm calling to tell you that this is happening. And she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I have to call the cops. I'm like, okay, here's my name and number if you need anything. So when you you told her to check any, any cams at a specific time, right? Yeah. So I gave her the time and told her what kind of a vehicle Davida was driving in the vehicle that the robber air quote was driving. Anyway, I get a call from the police department, like, I don't know, 10 minutes later. And the guy was such a fucking dick. Like he was the kind of guy that I could just picture him. I could just picture his whole childhood (laughs) and everything about his father and his relationship with his mother. You being this asshole. I mean, it's terrible, but just the way he talked to me and like, he was just such that guy. And there's a 40% chance that you beat your wife, sir. Well, or whatever the the statistics are, but it's higher than I just, yeah. Higher than the general populace. And it just wasn't a great experience. And then to top it all off, he's like, okay, I'm going to need, you know, your friend's name and number, which, which I get, that's a reasonable thing. And I that's said, re- well, yeah. I'm not going to give it to you because she doesn't want to be involved. I said, I reported it because I want people to know that this is happening, but she doesn't want to be involved. And he said, well, that, that doesn't matter what she wants. You have to give me your number. I said, I don't actually, and I'm not <laughs> going to. And he was just like, he like, didn't know what to do with I that. I don't. Uh, in fact, you're lucky I'm fucking talking to cops. He's like, uh, he, did, he didn't know what to do. He's like, ma'am. He kept calling me ma'am. I'm like, oh, which I get. I get. That's, you know, that's what you do. You're speaking with a woman. Ma'am. 
You're going to need to give me that number. He didn't Sir, talk like that, by the way. You're going to need to kiss my ass. <laughs> so then he says, then he starts telling me that these people have been robbing. They've robbed three 7-Elevens. They've shot. They've fired a weapon. And I'm like, Oh, really? likely story, sir. I'm like, I don't know if I believe him. Like, all of a sudden, he's telling me all these like crazy stories that are happening right now, and it's going to be her fault. Yeah, because there's nothing in the law that says the cops can't lie to you. In fact, they will actively lie to you to get information out of you. That's their job. It did feel like he was lying, but maybe he wasn't. But I was like, all right, hold on. So I had you text Davida, and she agreed. And, and then he called her, and Davida was like, that guy was such an asshole. I'm like, I know, right? Like, why did he have to be a dick? The kind of guy why? who he asked the same question in like 30 different ways. But that's their job, and I get that. Yeah, whatever. It's fucking bullshit. Be a human, you fucking automaton. <laughs> Like, just be relatable. How about that? I know. It makes such a big difference, right? But that's a different type of training. Like, that's, that's a whole... That's not training. That's a different upbringing. It's like... Maybe. It, it's... I think you can be trained to Well, here's the thing. It's like, if you are seven and a half feet tall and good at basketball, it kind of predisposes you to be a basketball player. If so you you're are, saying that... If you're an asshole and like power, you're probably going to be a cop. Wow. I don't know if that's totally Or true. military or... Right. I mean, it. I think certain jobs are self-selecting is what I'm getting at, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're inquisitive, maybe you become a scientist. Or but maybe I've known a- many cops who are just really great guys, you know, just really good guys who are sweet, who are soft, who just want to help and be, you know, do the right thing, be good people. Yeah. And they end up, what, pushing pencils behind a desk. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's true. I mean, the ones that I knew. Okay, so Chad has become a super pessimist. <laughs> so over COVID, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, okay, yeah, but it's here's been the thing: is I used to be that. You did, and then I'm You're like, a oh, backslider. I've, I've, yeah, I've gotten better, and now I'm just back to being like, I, like I just don't fucking trust anything. Hmm. Why is that? Uh, because there's no reason to. Nothing has given me reason to. Hmm. What do you mean, though? <sighs> because, I mean, ultimately, if, like, nothing gives you reason to, that, what were you expecting to give you reason? Like, what, what did you want to happen that didn't? I don't know. I mean... I mean, I feel like, for me, I've become less optimistic over the, the course of this last year. And it's more about... Like I had a certain expectation, I think, for humanity that, uh, and I've been let down. Like people, this whole thing about masks, like people right. won't wear masks because it's their right. Well, that's part of it. To right? not wear a mask. Yeah, you're infringing upon my rights. Yeah, and it's like, really? Like you're just, you're not willing to, I was reading a book yesterday and it was talking about. It's like y'all fought helmets and seatbelts and all this other shit that is demonstrably. Like wearing a seatbelt is way more my right. It should be my right to (laughs) not wear a seatbelt. They fought that in the 70s too when they were. But that I can understand. Or a helmet. I get that. But a mask doesn't affect you. It affects everyone around you. That's the thing is like we are brought up in this country about this whole bullshit notion of rugged individualism and you know it's like single men have gone out into the world and gone west and forged america you know we're constantly fed stories about davy crockett and 
you know, all these fucking stories that are complete bullshit. Right. But they're meant to instill this rugged individualism that basically just means that, okay, well, now that we've got you brainwashed into that, we as a government don't have to supply shit for you. You, you know, forget about health care. You don't need that. Forget about, you know, social safety net. Right. We don't do that here. Right, and you would be a pussy for wanting it. Exactly. That means you you're you don't have enough pride in yourself to exactly. pull yourself up we're, we're by your bootstraps, bootstraps and, which is yeah. And, and be a man and make things happen for yourself or be a woman. Provide for your family. And but also like this thing about identity. We were talking about this the other day. Like American identity is wrapped up in branding, you know, brands and right. companies. Companies so in America, and brands and, and teams. And teams, yeah, sports teams. Which is all branding. Yeah, everything's branding as far as that goes, you know. It's But we're, we all want to, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I get it. Like, we all want to feel like we belong. Like, to feel like you belong to something gives you a sense of being. But then why, why does that extend to ostracizing people who, you know, who are don't. in the out, yeah. you know, or outside that circle? That I don't get. You know, I'm, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a... yeah. Like I'm a I'm a Ford truck lover, and if you drive Toyota, you're an asshole, right. or you're not American, right? Yeah, never mind. Our Toyotas were built in in the U.S. Well, just as much as any Ford, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of those are probably built in Canada, or Mexico. which is a wonderful irony. But yeah, our Toyotas are built in Tennessee. Oh, really? Both of them. I didn't know that. Ours specifically. Specifically, ours. how do you know that? Because you can look, look it up. up. Yeah, you can no look it shit. up by uh, serial number. Huh. Mm. Plus, it's like this This plant makes Tacomas. Right. You know, and has made them since... I didn't know we had to Toyota plants in America. Yeah. Huh. Well, they, they generally do it so they can get around tariffs. Got it. So they don't have to pay import tariffs on, right. on fully built vehicles. Right. Which is why those... Uh, those Mercedes that are built in Germany mm-hmm. are so goddamn expensive because they could build them here, but they're they're like three or four models that they just you know just those AMG series that they just build in Germany and they're built by Germans and to get them into the states they bring them in but they're over a hundred thousand dollars each. Mm. So how else have you changed over the course of COVID? <sighs> I don't know. I feel less patient. Yeah, I'll go with you there. I feel like I don't have patience for anything. But that was kind of me before. I mean, not since we've moved in here, but prior, like living in South Park, I had little patience. Hmm. But I don't know. It's like it ebbs and it flows. I just feel like I have no patience for anything. Like anything would just set me off and make me irritable. And I don't, I think, I think what it is, what I've identified is that life is fucking short, right? And nothing is guaranteed. Right. And, and we're, anything can happen. And, and am I wasting my fucking time in this conversation with this person who I don't give a shit about? And, and that sounds terrible, but it's, <laughs> true you know like when i'm de- when i'm dealing with someone who 
you know, we're just not aligned in what they want, what their expectations are, and what right. I want, what my expectations are. And I'm like, Let, I just don't want to do that. I also find that like so many more people want to talk on the phone because people are isolated, you know? Right. They, everyone needs a fucking friend. And everyone needs a friend. And, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Like I find myself wanting to be more isolated and, and having less time to talk to people because I have a core group of people in my life that we don't get to see or talk to. Right. Or. Yeah. So if I'm going to talk to anyone, it's going to be someone who's like, I'm excited to talk to, not someone I'm obligated to talk to. Right. So I don't have patience for, for that. I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm tired. COVID's been crazy. It's, it's crazy that it's been a year. Yeah. And we've been lucky because we've had my niece and her boyfriend, Ella and Talon, have been here. And they've been here for almost three months. And so we haven't been alone. You know, we've had like energy and Ella's like walking on sunshine everywhere she goes. She's happy and smiling and has hugs These fucking millennials. I know. It's been kind of awesome. Like I've loved it. And their avocado toast. Yeah. They Fortunately, love we have avocado, avocado trees in the neighborhood we and can I'm steal like, from. So. Oh, yeah. I love avocado toast. That's a really good idea. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, the thing that, that Ella took, I think, from me recently was the toast, laughing cow cheese, and then avocado. Mm. Cream and then on eggs. cream. Yeah, cream and then on an cream. Egg. It's yeah. fucking delicious. And then some basil sprinkled on top of that. That's, yeah. Mm, what kind of salt would you put on that? I would probably go with a... Uh, I, I do like the Chardonnay smoked sea salt for that one. That's a nice one, yeah. <laughs> I would go with that myself. We're so fucking bourgeois. <laughs> Are we? I don't know. If you looked around, I don't think you'd think so. You just see piles of laundry, which <laughs> I just is strategically holding. piled here so that it can absorb sound. You know, that's voices, what it is. You know, I decided I'm, yeah. I'm not going to fold any of the laundry so that our podcast sounds better. Yeah. And it does. Because yeah. we can't put, uh, you know, we can't afford the wall panels for sound absorption. Right. So we just have laundry. Yeah. And then, you know, we rummage through it mishka loves it she likes to sleep on top of it i'm surprised she's not there now i am too actually she's just here on my footstool so we have two two cats now in the house ella and talon brought a cat his name is bones mr bones mr bonesy roo i call him roo he's really cute oh he's full of energy but that cat has so much good he gets, god he gets the zoomies he's destroying the furniture so i have which is why it's all of all our furniture, furniture is covered draped in various towels and bl blankets and sheets and i'm really sick of all of my furniture being covered it's yeah. starting to make me feel claustrophobic which is amazing considering how big this house is and how right but the, the, even the leather couch is completely covered he's just tearing the shit out of it He's so sweet and he loves Mishka. He follows her everywhere and she hates him. She wants uh, him to she die. She wants nothing to do with that cat. She just hisses. She's starting to, to like actually attack him. Yeah, she tears after him now. Not mean. She goes after him and then hisses. And he rolls over on his back like, what do you mean? Meh. I'm so cute. That's you his meow. Love me. Meh. It's not even that loud. Meh. Meh. Well, I'm speaking into Meh. a microphone. It's probably more like. He, smell, he sounds like Beaker from the Mummets. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> totally what he sounds like. I'm pretty sure that's where they got his voice. It's from a cat like Bones. He's a Bombay kitty. So we went to the Salton Sea. Speaking of Bombay. 
Yeah, very good transition. Sunny Bombay Beach. I had never been. I've lived in San Diego for fucking, I don't know, 32 years. Oh my God, I have. Except for the one year in Portland. And um, it was The cool. year which shall not be named. Why? Why won't it be named? Oh, it was kind of a shit year. For you, I loved it. I loved living in Portland. I loved the rain and the green and the trees. We had the best garden ever. Well, we're about to have rain tomorrow. It's not the so, same, but okay. Whatever. <laughs> the trees are totally different. It was so beautiful. I loved it. I love riding my bike around the city. I think I was drunk most of that year, though, if I want to be real honest with myself. Yeah. About that. That's when I managed a, uh, a climbing, a mountaineering shop. Chad said to me, yeah, you don't want to work in your passion. You don't want to work in your hobby or you'll start to hate it. And I was like, I will never hate climbing. And the truth is I didn't start to hate climbing, but I did start to hate climbers. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. <laughs> that only took a couple months. That was like the craziest job ever. That was my boss actually, God, that guy was a dick. He actually, someone called in sick to work and he actually showed up at their house with a, with a weapon, with a loaded pistol to make him go to work. This is allegedly in. Well, the guy it happened to told me. I mean, it's possible he was lying. I don't know. He was the same guy who um, tried to deny me unemployment by telling the, I don't know, the powers that be of the unemployment office that I attacked the mailman. <laughs> and that The even, judge to your unemployment hearing. Yeah, he told them that I attacked the mailman and even the mailman was afraid of her everyone was afraid of her and i was like what the hell is he it's talking like, can about we subpoena that mailman yeah totally i'm like hmm that's interesting it was all lies yeah the good news is my employees because i was managing he he was the owner and i was the manager there were a couple employees that worked for him previously who were loyal to him and then there were the people i hired who were loyal to me who were actually intelligent as opposed to the other ones. Right. They were actually really awesome people and I'm still in contact with. And they went to bat for me. They went to court and appeared before a judge on my behalf and I got my unemployment. And yes, you can go before an unemployment judge. Yeah. It, it was crazy. At least in the state of Oregon. That was a crazy experience. But I still enjoyed living in Oregon. No, it's, it's the same everywhere. I really loved Oregon. I loved Portland in particular, but I'm glad we don't live there now because I think we live there like the last years of, of the really good Portland. I feel like Portland has become way too congested. Like well, that's the like every, every city, I think. Yeah, maybe you're I right. I think Minneapolis maybe is right. probably the same way. I know Des Moines is kind the of same. the same. It's like I think Des Moines is getting better. I don't know. I don't live there. Well, I can't say. it's getting better because you you know you can actually... Buys. They have culture. They have a little bit of culture now. They got some culture in Des Moines. Um, you know, I don't know where it's that not, voice came it's from. Not just, yeah, I don't <laughs> what know. Is that, what is that about? I don't even. It's not just made rights know. and tenderloins now. Made rights it's, and ketchup. Yeah, it's it's good a bit, lord. I remember. Never gonna bit forget. Fancier than that. So, dear listener, my love, my love, the love of my life, Chad is from Iowa, outside of Des Moines, and I remember we don't we went, hold that against me. We went you get plenty of other shit to hold against me. Just not that that's one. Not it. That was no, not my choice. Iowa is a lovely place and the people are lovely. But we were going to go to this this restaurant. It's a fast food place, I guess. 
and it was called Made Right. And maybe you might have heard of it, listener. And I was excited if about... If you live, you know, anywhere in the tri-state area. I was like, okay. You, I w- you decide which three states, but... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Made Right's so good. It's like the best you'll ever have. And I was really expecting it. Oh, that. I wish that, yeah. And then I got this disgusting... But, but you didn't ask me. Like that was you kinda, no, you told me it was good. The, the, you told me it was good. Your dad told me. It was I can't good. Your imagine. Mom I would have said it was good. Jay said it was good. Everyone was like, eh. that is not true. <laughs> I remember you being really excited about going to Made Right. Maybe. I think that you would have this fondness from your childhood and this memory, and then when we got there, we were like, oh. "This sucks." It's. It was basically steamed meat. It's steamed ground hamburger, steamed with onions. Yeah. And some spices, but not really. But not, you can't. Yeah, you can't actually. It is taste Iowa, them. after all. God forbid Good you put Lord. spice in anything. <laughs> you get a little cayenne in there. You're gonna tear the ass out of the entire state. Seriously, like no one would go to work the next day. <laughs> At the factory job. Exactly. Like the whole place would be shut down, and our Maytag would, would smell like yeah. dryers. They'd be like way behind schedule. So, yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it was. Dread, I was like, what the fuck? It doesn't even stay on the bun. Yeah, does it, how do you like, keep this on the bun? What is wrong with you people? Well, see, that's why you have to get the... <laughs> what that, is That's happening? the trick. So There's it only trick? comes with one, one piece of American cheese. You have to ask for <laughs> two pieces of American cheese because then you got... They'll put American cheese on the top bun and American I cheese see. on the bottom it's bun. It's the glue, so to speak. Yeah, it, it is literally the glue that binds that ball of shit together. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, no one told me. And literally, I, I happen to hate American cheese, so I didn't have any. Yeah, why would you want extra? Uh, exactly. So, but that is where I got my love of cheese curds. Okay, from Made Right. From Made Right. So why the fuck didn't we get cheese curds? I guarantee you, I did. Yeah, you probably did, but I didn't. Well, that was your. I fault. I just got loose meat on a bun. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this is where's the pickles? Well, you notice it's it's not as happening? famous as like In and Out or Whataburger or Shake Shack, right? Yeah. It's like only people in the Midwest know what the hell a Maid Right is. Right. Yeah. For better or worse. And then we went out for pizza. Oh fuck Midwest pizza, man. Oh my gosh. Everyone was so it excited is about all this dreadful. Pizza. Well, not just no, that must have been like Pizza Ranch. I I don't know. It wasn't a pizza ranch? No. Cause that's that's all like. I don't think so. You get, it's it's like a pizza place, but it also has like a, a salad bar that's amazing. Okay, I was just gonna say that. I was like, everyone's like, you're gonna love, you love the, the salad, salad bar. bar. It's so good. It's fucking iceberg and, like, and like chopped ham. I love me a good salad bar. It was. It was iceberg lettuce, cottage cheese, chopped cottage ham, cheese, raisins, uh, eggs, sunflower seeds. Oh, sunflower seeds. Hard-boiled eggs. And the worst fucking dressing you've ever seen in your yeah. life. Okay, listen, I make my own dressing, so this shit, this gloppy stuff that... That, that they just poured out I don't of a know fucking what was bag. Oh, it was so bad. Actually, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I ate it. Well, yeah, because it's compared to... I ate the to blue middle, cheese dressing. Compared, well, yeah, because how are you going to fuck up blue cheese, right? It's, it, it can be done, now but Maytag said, blue cheese... I was going to say, Maytag blue amazing. cheese... Is amazing. And it's from Newton, Iowa. Yeah. Newton, Iowa. Go. We just gave away your hometown, baby. Oh, fuck. No people are going to find you. All right. <laughs> Great. Have at her. No, so that was <laughs> blue. The Maytag blue cheese was, oh, let's see if I can remember, was uh, created, I think, in a, 
like in one of the colleges. So it was either in Iowa City or Ames. I, I forget. So it might have been University of Iowa where they figured out the process to make their brand of blue cheese. What? Yeah. So it's a proprietary process. Wait, did they hire the college to help them? Yeah. Because they okay. have, because the, uh, the uh, college has a huge agriculture department there. Was it actually owned by Maytag? It was owned by one of the Maytag brothers, I think. Oh, they were brothers. Well, there were a bunch of them. These were the sons of the original founders of Maytag. Okay. Because Maytag's been around since 18-something, I think. Wow. Old fucking company. But they had son, sons and daughters and sons and daughters, and it's like, by the t this was, I think, probably 50s, maybe earlier, maybe... Back when America was great. <laughs> And blue right. cheese was even and better. Blue cheese was stinky and <laughs> as it should be. Wow. Yeah. So, so some of the brothers went into blue cheese apparently, and some of them went into brewing. Huh. So, uh, Fritz Fritz Maytag went into You're brewing. A wealth of knowledge. And moved to San Francisco mm. and mm. founded Anchor Steam or really? Anchor Anchor Brewing. Oh wow! And Which, anchor, that's, and anchor that's steam a is is you know, their flagship beer. beer. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so they have. It helps to come from wealth. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're it's it's way easier to follow your pa your passions and your dreams. And right. Get money back in you. We were talking about this the other day. In fact, Ella said, "I just need to make a lot of money," and you said, "Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not how it works." Like do it the old-fashioned way. Inherit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so we've survived um, a year of COVID. We have survived. Yeah, the the company's doing well. I mean, honestly, we're busy. We have lots of clients. Yeah, I mean that's kind of. I've been doing some pretty awesome interviews with with authors on our other podcast. Yeah, I interviewed a really awesome author today. It was super fun. I love you. That will go live next week. Uh-huh. So I got to hurry up and cut that shit up. And he's, his book has been optioned for a, by Disney, for a TV series. Not Disney, but Disney is the parent company. Right. So it's going to be sort of like a, a sharp object. It's, it's a little too gritty for Disney. Way too gritty. <laughs> like there's no way Disney's doing this. It's not for kids. It ain't for kids. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> Gritty is a great word. So anyway, yeah, I've been uh, working diligently, I should say, on my memoir. Yeah, that's coming together. Which is probably part of the reason that you uh, that all that laundry that you are impatient. Do you think? Yeah, because you you want nothing more than to work on it, and you're spending your days not working on it. Well, that's true. I feel like, what the fuck am I doing? I just want to get that done. And then I have several novels I want to work on. I just want to be a writer. That's really what I want to do. Well, we j again, you know, it it's, helps to come from money. I know. I don't have any. <laughs> I come from poverty. Like, how does that fucking work? This isn't work? working it's, great for me. How does yeah, it work? Like, well, it's like you always hear about these, uh, these amazing authors who, you know, were destitute and broke and they wrote their memoir and then all of a sudden they're, you know... It's like, how did you write your memoir? Like, did you, did you do it during the day and, and work 
at a bar at night bartending or did so you? so far i've interviewed two authors and they seem to live charmed fucking lives they live pretty charmed lives like how did the uh, i'll yeah. let you tell yeah what well, were their I lives mean, like exactly like two of them so one guy he was an attorney i believe i think he was an attorney made a shit ton of money doing really well and he's like you know I'm just going to quit my job and be a writer. I'm going to I'm going to move to I think move to London <laughs> for a year. Oh yeah. Or Istanbul, I don't fucking know. Somewhere in Europe, he decided to just move somewhere romantic and write a book for a year. I'm like, "Wow, that's I couldn't even just move there, let alone move there not work and write a book." And then the guy work I talked to today is like, "Yeah, I quit my job in finance." There it goes. There goes the neighbor. I don't. I don't think our listener can hear it. No. Just know which that is it too was bad loud. because he is. It, it sounds like the vehicle is a manual, and he has no fucking idea how to drive it out of this steep driveway. Could be. That's that's that is what it sounds like. He's like, oh god, oh god, I got to give it a lot of gas to get up backwards into the house. So this guy today, he's he basically he went home and told his wife, uh, "Yeah, I quit my job today, and I'm going to be a writer." And she said, uh, uh, "Do you know how to write?" And he said, "Well, I guess I'll find out." Man, he's a great writer too. He's such a good writer. Well, that's the fucking irritating thing, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. Or is it his editor? That's what I wonder. Boom, boom, boom. And he told me, you know, this book, he said, it shouldn't be my name on the cover. It should be my editors. They made it a good book. And I hear that from every author. So what is it about like a certain type of writing that makes editors go, yeah, we can make this good. I mean, I don't know. I really do think it's the writer. And they just don't give themselves enough credit. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, it probably is. Right. They're just obligated to thank you know it's like the academy awards when someone stands up i couldn't have done this without my this without the director and my agent and this person and that person every goddamn person that i've ever talked to and god don't forget god oh yeah god (laughs) well i don't know but i gotta say like these people and you know he i mean we work with authors that's what we do i know so many authors and I've, i've worked with hundreds and hundreds of authors over the years who can't sell books who, who aren't making it. Right. And then you get someone like this who just fucking quits his job, moves to Spain for a year, writes an amazing book. Well, I haven't read that book, actually. Found Presumably, I mean, because he got another. Agents immediately. Yeah. He got agents immediately, which is unfucking heard of. But it isn't. Well. It's like I, everything it's been, is. Well, yeah, everyone we've talked to, it's. It's like, oh, I had no happens. problem. It's like, okay, well, what's the difference here? Great writing. Uh, yeah i guess like people are people who are agents are like there he said i was found from a slush pile i'm like are you kidding me that happens wow okay right so write a good query letter i don't know we'll see what happens so i have these days like one day where i'm on top of the world and i'm like i can i got this like i can write a good book i know i can you know like my passion is overflowing and the next day i'm like oh i'm just shit i'm just a shit writer no one cares i have nothing good to say it's not gonna work that's called a career in the arts man it's like i guess it is like how do you fight that demon i mean god there's so many master classes on dealing with right (laughs) like that's a class in and of itself yeah get rid of the gremlins on your back Mm Mm-hmm. we're looking at you susan blackwell no we're not 
Yes, we are. She teaches classes on it. She teaches classes on creativity. No, she teaches classes on helping people get rid of those gremlins. She has a name for them. I forget what oh, it was. Yeah. yeah, I forget. It was awesome. She's she's awesome. You can check you can check her out, listener, if uh, you would like to learn from an amazing creative genius. There you go. Oh wait, she might be our listener. Oh shit. Maybe we should cut that. Fuck it. <laughs> wait we have listeners wait what do people actually listen to us talk i wonder sometimes i wonder because we're just sitting in this room with laundry piled all around us and, and our glass cat of wine sitting on top of the laundry and our kitty cat being cute so cute we talk about chickens for god's sake <laughs> why would anyone listen to us anyway i'm pretty sure we do have one listener i think her name's davida <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think any of our friends listen to this. <laughs> and we, well, it doesn't help that we don't tell anyone about it. Well, I don't know. How long have we been recording? I feel like we should say goodnight. 48 minutes. Really? We're not even seconds. at an hour? I am like tired. Tired? We used to, we used to be able to like rally for a full hour. And I'm like, yeah, oh what my happened? God, how long have we been here? Well, it's, it's lack of training. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I feel like we should do this again next week. And we're going to try and get Davida in. In fact... Yeah. I think we might do an outside podcast. Socially distance podcast with all the fucking road noise. Yeah, and now so, that we have more of it with the neighbor. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's the turn this shit up. That's right. That's right. Life is good. I mean, it couldn't be any any worse than the podcast we did in the uh, the mountains, right? With the That's wind. That's a good point with the wind. That was Trying crazy. To blow our fucking, uh. I was kind of expecting us to wake up like on the other side of the lake. Just like, pow, 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 pow. I don't know what that noise was. That was the tent rolling. That That's was the what tent rolling. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad that worked. Yeah, so Chad and I still love each other. We still like each other. Eh. <laughs> you know, relatively. Uh, yeah, things are, we're holding it together. We managed to refinance during the year, which was a, a real godsend to a lot of Americans. God bless America. We have a new Where at president. least I'm told I'm free. Yeah. I think we already talked about that. Yeah. We've talked since Biden was elected. Oh, yeah. So I remember having that conversation. Womp, womp. Womp, 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 womp. Hmm. Yeah, we're bombing Syria again. Um, Woo! Know, that's terrible. That's just what we do. Our time will come. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I don't know what else to talk about. I need more wine. Actually, I don't, but it's a good excuse to get out of here. Yeah. Well, we'll take so, that, I guess. Thank you, dear listener, for joining us once again on Married with Chickens. Yes. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, you know, and all that whatever. obligatory shit that you need to do to make us. <laughs> Maybe, that, maybe that's YouTube. I don't know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> what do you do on? Uh, uh, yeah, comment. Give us you know, how, however many stars you feel that we're worth. Because give us five stars. Fuck you. Give us five stars. That's I, what we're I worth. think we're worth like three. Are three you four. kidding me? Really? I think we had this conversation once, but we're yeah. definitely a five star podcast. <laughs> There's no as chance. compared to what? I don't know, but that doesn't matter. What matters is that we get the five stars. Right. 
You know, you really need to work on your branding and your pitch, Chad. Oh, my, my pitch is shit. That's why I'm not the <laughs> face of the company. Do we have a company? This is just a podcast. Well, I don't mean this company or Oh, this you mean our entity. company. Yeah, that is why you're not the face of the company or we would have failed long ago. Or we would have just to the moon. Or we might have been like, people would be like, this guy is so fresh and so honest. I love it when he insults me. <laughs> Actually, this is yeah, true. Maybe like, that's... Since since we've been married, you have this uncanny ability of insulting people, and then they like you more. And I don't get it. I don't wow. either. Wow, he just insulted you, and they're like, "Oh, Chad, you're so great." Like, what is happening? If I insult someone, they're like, "She's such a fucking bitch." Because guys can do that, apparently. I don't know. Is it the way you do it? Is it they don't believe you? Is I don't I, know. I, I present everything with like a. Uh, it's like so dry. It could be sarcastic. Like he doesn't mean it. Even though I He's do so mean funny. it. He's so funny. And you're like, no. <laughs> it comes across you, as sarcasm. Your butt looks terrible in those pants. No, really, you should not wear those. <laughs> he wouldn't. But that, you would never do that, though. You would never comment on someone's butt, except maybe mine. Yeah, and you're like, honey, do these pants make my butt look big? <laughs> like, no, your butt likes, makes your butt look big. Right. No, Which is never so true. No, you have said that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of anyone around. But I, I mean, it's really it. a per performative for them. Right. Because we have such a good relationship that I can actually do Chad that. Chad only hits me when it. I deserve it. Oh, God damn. <laughs> that is... Funny? No, in in this climate, it's fucking that is funny. fucked up. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. He never hits me, but I never deserve it. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> oh, hi, Mishka. She's. <laughs> she senses not your... true. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we better stop this podcast Seriously. right now. It's totally derailing. Yeah. Where are we going next? Yeah, I love Jennifer very much. I would never hit her. Hitting hitting anyone is is just bad. You can't. I can't imagine you hitting anyone no. except maybe a punching bag, but that's not a one. That's a thing. Right. Okay. Well, I apologize. Jeez. <laughs> and no, I am not drunk. I'm just silly. You're silly. No, you are. You are silly. <laughs> Mishka's silly. Okay. Once again, dear listener. <laughs> Fuck off. Wow. Why you gotta hate? I, I was, I thought that would be an awesome ending and you would just like turn it off and then we'd be done. Well, I, I, the thing is that it, it came across with a little bit of venom, I think. <laughs> Did it? I, I, okay, how's because, this? Because the Dear listener listen wasn't it. able to see your, uh, My, your, your hand motion. Fuck off. Which was very, uh, <laughs> um, oh, Johnny Depp in what movie was that? Oh, yeah. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Fuck off. Fuck off. He was talking to the little kid, and it's so cute. Right. <gasps> oh, my God, I forgot to ask him the being his best eyes. question ever. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, no, you always always miss the one question. Well, you could have asked, in his book, it says, you minutes. know nothing. Oh, yeah. I don't Tom. know if that was the best question. You don't think? No. You had much better questions that you asked, so. It was a good interview. I just yeah, wish that I'd asked him interview. if he was a Game of Thrones fan. All right, anyway. He clearly stole it from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just turn the fucking thing off, Chad. I'm done talking. It doesn't seem like you are. 
You keep going. Well, turn it off and I won't have anything to say or talk into. <laughs> All right. With that, let's say goodnight. Good night. Fuck off. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you.